Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show once again. It's an honor to be here with you to infuse your life with inspiration, insights, and messages that will open your mind and expand your heart. My intention is always clear, and the promise I make every week is to share with you not what you want to hear, but I promise to share what you need to hear. And what humanity needs to hear at this point is not always what we want to hear. What's going on in the world, all the shifts and changes that are happening right now are not, in the, for the most part, not very pretty. It's kind of getting messy. It can get a little bit ugly before it actually, it's, it can appear that more chaotic before it comes to that, that kind of calm clarity or that reconnection. And so there's a, an, an illusion or an experience of division before there's a connection again. So it's been and will be, will continue to be a really challenging shift to navigate on the planet right now. It's challenging to navigate the day-to-day lives of everybody. And, and that's just the norm right now. That's just what's happening. And although we can look at it from one perspective and get all caught up in it and worried and and sit in fear and concern, or we can actually be the change. We can stand up and play our part. We can be the voice that we need to be. We can play the role that we're meant to play and we can have a powerful impact. And I want you to recognize that it, it doesn't take much. One person can have profound impact. And all you need to do is look at Greta Thunberg and see that not, not even a year ago or so she was sitting alone on every Friday on strike for climate change. And now there's millions of people on strike every Friday and standing up for, for our climate. And when I heard her speak yesterday or the day before, I, I saw the video yesterday and she spoke with such emotion and such fierceness, but at the same time, I could feel her love in action. She is a powerful force right now, and the divine is working so clearly through her. And at the same time, she's in her humanness. She's having her human experience and embodying her divinity in being able to speak so clearly and to share the message that the leaders now need to hear at this point. And I agree with her wholeheartedly. I, I love her. I adore her. I, I stand beside her. I stand behind her. I am right there with her in all this. What, I'm, what I felt from her message was her love for self, herself, her own process, her own life, love for humanity, other people, 
people that were struggling or suffering as a result of climate change, as a result of the the leaders turning a blind eye and not doing anything. And, and I'm not excluding myself here. I'm not excluding any of us because all of us need to be a force for change right now. All of us need to embrace change because it's happening no matter what it's happening. And we need to actually be a force for change. And that's the invitation right now is to really wake up inside yourself and say, okay, what role am I meant to play? Am I meant to be a voice for climate change? Am I meant to be a voice for women? Am I meant to be a voice for, for people of color or for your culture or your, wherever you're from, your country, your city, your community? Are you meant to be a voice? Are you meant to wake up and play a different role than you've been playing in the world today? Or are you to level up? Are you meant to play a bigger part? That's the question I want you to answer, but I don't want you to answer that from your head. I want you to answer that in your heart because your heart knows. It knows. And if you're feeling resistance right now and you're experiencing resistance in all these different ways in your, in your life, it's because you're resisting the heart knowing. Resistance is the gap between what your mind thinks and what your heart knows. Your heart knows what part you're meant to play, what role you're meant to be standing in right now. And for me, it's very clear I'm here to wake up as many light leaders, as many light workers, as many healers, as many people that are willing to play their part. I am here to wake them up and to encourage them and to empower them and to cheerlead beside them to play the part that they're meant to play. And the beautiful thing about Greta Thunberg is that she is standing so solidly in her part, even though it's hard, even though I know emotionally it's, it's challenging for her. I can feel her love for humanity. I can feel her love for our planet. And it is coming through in her words. And sometimes, like yesterday, it, how dare you? That was her message. Like, how dare you turn your eyes from this crisis? How dare you turn away? How dare you not take action? That is a, that is a message of love. And it's not to shame people and it's not to make them feel guilty or, or blame others, but it's, it's a call to action and a non-negotiable call to action. That's what it is. And it's a choice for love for everyone, including our planet. So today I'm going to talk about four signs that you are a healer and in that, I'm, I just want to invite you to just be wide open and curious. You can even go into a place of wonderment. I wonder what I need to hear today. So you might come here each week and listen to my messages. You might listen to the podcast replay, or you might show up live, whatever it is that, that you feel that you can do each week. And you may want a certain message. You may want a certain understanding, but I'm not going to give you what you want but I promise to give you what you need. And what the world needs to hear right now is that we are at a pivotal choice point. We are at a, a tipping point, a massive tipping point. 
And if there's something inside of you that's, that's wanting to wake up, it's going to wake up whether you want it to or not. So if you can actually roll with that, say yes to that, evolve with that, allow that awakening to occur within you, then you'll feel less resistance. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Some people it's going to be easier than others, but it's necessary. It's non-negotiable. It's time. No more delay. So if you're here listening to this message, obviously there's a level of curiosity that I've peaked and I'm going to invite you just to offer over everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know and just put it on a plate in front of you or put it beside you just for the moment. Empty your mind of everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know just for the moment and listen with an inner ear. Listen with your heart. Listen with that from that place of knowing within you that, that knows what's meant to be on your path, that knows the role you're meant to be playing right now and what you're meant to be stepping into. So for those of you that already feel like I'm already awake, I'm already doing some work, I'm already here, maybe it's time to level up. Maybe it's time to stretch yourself. I know for me, I'm, that's what I'm being asked and, I, and it's happened in the last two or three weeks. I feel a big stretch and a big leveling up and I'm saying yes to it every day. And I went through this like constriction, this feeling of tightening around at me, this energy is kind of squeezing like a sponge and then this expansion. We all have that experience. That's a common occurrence, especially now. So I will get into the four signs that you are a healer, but first I just want to talk a little bit out what's happening on the planet because it's changed in the last month. It's changed. It's shifted in the last month or two. And in one of my meditations, after connecting with a, a colleague of mine who also does energy healing, he's moving more into that, that realm. We, I, I got the words in meditation. The next level of awakening is upon us. And I, as soon as I got those words, I felt this like kapow of my energy, like this expansion and this leveling up. My, my energy went out and then up and it was really powerful. When I recently went down to Turks and Caicos and I, I record, I, I was down there and I, I did the radio show and I talked about when things don't go as planned that was a couple of weeks ago. You can listen to that episode if you'd like, because going down to Turks and Caicos for me normally is, is a beautiful, like bathing in love. It's the scrub clean. It's energetically pure. It was, it was not my experience this time. There was a lot of different things going on. There was a lot of challenges I was facing. There was different energy I was experiencing. At one point I was lying down. I didn't share this in the episode, but this is what I'm feeling to share with you right now because it's, I'm realizing it wasn't just Turks and Caicos, the energy in, on a planetary level is shifted and this is what's happening. So for those of you that are feeling a bit of a squeeze, this is why. For those of you that are feeling a lot of resistance and a lot of uh, crazy kind of feeling and intensity right now, this is why. So uh, as a healer, I work a lot with the energies of Mother Earth as well. And so when I'm working with people individually, it's one thing. When I'm working with the planet, there's certain areas that I can focus on. There's certain um, events like a hurricane or, or volcanoes, those kinds of things I can focus and support Mother Earth around. And 
and then there's kind of that global kind of uh, the whole earth kind of connection I have. So I'm, I'm able to work at that level. So when I was down in Turks and Caicos, I was tuning into the energy. Normally when I'm there, because there's five natural energy vortexes, the energy is spiraling. Look kind of like a hurricane wind, but it's actually quite cleansing and clearing and purifying. So normally I can feel that energy kind of spiraling. It's going in one direction. And I almost feel like my whole body kind of goes along with it. And it's kind of like moved in into that, that vortex of the energy. And that's the vortex I actually work with as well when I'm working with people and, and helping them clear density. And what I noticed when I was there this time is I'm like, what is the energy doing? It's not spiraling. It's not, it's not a vortex energy. What is it doing? It was very odd. So I had to really stay with it for a while to really tune into what it was doing because it was different. And I had to let go of what I expected because it, it definitely wasn't doing the same thing as before. And what I felt it doing was actually squeezing inward and wringing out in the center, kind of like wringing out a cloth or a sponge and all the kind of water out of it. It, it went squished in and then it was wringing it out and then it was shooting it up. And as I started to kind of tune into that energy, I can feel my own body going along with it. And I started to allow the energies of my body to do that. So I could feel the energy squeezing in and wringing it out and then shooting it up through my crown chakra, through the top of my head and it cleared it. It was, I was able to kind of align with it and clear with it. So I wasn't in resistance to it. I wasn't uh, opposing uh, in opposition of that energy. I was moving with it and, and allowing it to, to occur that way. Now, for the most part, when we work with energy, the last thing we want to do is kind of feel that constriction, tightening, squishing, and then a wringing out. It's not pleasant. However, what I recognize is that it's actually, um, it's purifying. It's purifying in a different way. It's squeezing the density, wringing it out, and then releasing it up to be reused and recycled. So when I came home, I was... I thought it was just in Turks and Caicos. That was the energy that had changed. But when I came home and I started, I actually felt relief here a little bit, but, but I noticed that there was still a different energy. And because I become attuned to the energy in Turks, I could feel it shift here as well. So I started to tune into um, like a volcanic energy. Cause someone had mentioned that, that there was a, a possibility of a volcano kind of erupting. And I was like, that's the same energy. That's the same feeling I was getting is that, that building of energy squishing in, wringing it and really building the pressure and then shooting up. So I started to tune into it on a global scale and I could really feel whole earth doing that. So I was working with mother earth and then someone had contacted me and they were having effects of the rain and the tropical storm and, and the hurricane that was in their area. So I started to tune into that energy and I could feel the same thing. It's like, it was like everything was being squished in and everything was being wrung out and all the rain is just coming down like crazy. And they were having flooding and she ended up having flooding right almost to her doorstep. And as I was kind of watching what was happening with her, I was working with the energy in that area. Now I can't work with every spot on earth 
intensely like this for very long because it actually is, is very challenging for me to hold my own and work with the energies. I've developed my intuitive gift to a point where I can do that, but I need to recover afterwards because it is quite a powerful experience working with the, the earthly energies that way. So what I was able to do is encourage it to squish. I actually encouraged it and brought it in a little bit and then helped release it upwards and the rain subsided and the, sh and the shift happened. And I'm not saying that I was responsible for that, but I definitely feel like I supported mother earth in releasing some of that energy in a way that was helpful for people that were in that area. So th the reason I'm telling you all of this is because my gift as a healer wasn't like this in the beginning. When I was a child, I would sit in a room and I was shy as a mouse. I was quiet as a mouse. You would hear, a, you would barely hear a peep out of me. And I would look around the room and observe. And what I was observing, and I remember this one particular Christmas party I went to, I had this one red shirt and it tied up at the front. It was a really cool kind of disco shirt. And on the back, it said Wonder Girl. It was one of my favorite shirts at the time. And I just felt really comfortable in it. I felt really powerful in it for some reason. I kind of felt like a wonder girl. I felt a, bit, a little bit like a superhero. And I remember being at a party, wearing that shirt and sitting, I was by my dad and I was kind of tucked in a corner watching everybody and everybody was laughing and joking and drinking and having a good time. And I can't remember the age. I was probably around seven, six, seven, seven there. I was quite young still, but I felt the discord. I'm like, I remember thinking they're laughing and they're joking and they're having fun. But what I was picking up on was the pain, physical pain, the emotional pain, the worries, the fears, all the negativity that was hidden behind all of that. And I noticed that some people were genuinely happy in that moment, but still had these things buried. And then I had this awareness that there were people that were outwardly happy and joking that were actually really in turmoil. So they were pretending. So I, I recognized that there was a discord. There, it wasn't congruent on the outside with what was on the inside. The other part of that as a child is I would actually get these messages coming to me in the way of thorns. They would come into my physical body like a sharp thorn being pressed in. If someone had pain in their liver, I would feel that pain in my body, in my liver, as if it was my own. If they had emotional pain, I would feel the grief and loss. I would feel the, the pain that they were experiencing emotionally and physically in my own body, in my own experience, as if it was my own. So as a child, I thought I was cursed. I thought it, I was just being punished by God. And I didn't understand it at all. And then I went through a whole period of time trying to numb it out, trying to you know use drugs and alcohol and food with anorexia and all those kinds of things to try and disconnect or numb it out or, or separate from my body because it was so painful. So I was born with that healing gift. I, I, I was born with it and it was very powerful to begin with, but I turned off. I found ways to kind of turn it off or numb it out. Not successfully, but I did my best. And I got really lost in the darkness because of that, because I was denying my gift. I was denying an essential part of myself 
my human self was meant to come forth and be a healer. And I was denying that. And that was causing the most pain out of anything. So over the years, I, I started to realize it was more in 1993 when I actually started to get counseling for my eating disorder that I recognized that my gift or this, this intuitiveness that I had was, wasn't so bad. It was kind of it made me kind of curious. And it was one moment I had this profound awakening. One of the, one of the early profound awakenings I had was when I was with a friend and, and they had some pain in their body and I could actually see it and feel it. And instantly it was different than what I had because I had started to say yes to the gift. I started to say yes to healing. And I literally reached in, grabbed the energy and pulled it out and her eyes popped open. She's like, what did you just do? And I thought I was in trouble at first. And then she was like, the pain's gone. I'm like, what do you mean it's gone? She was like, it's gone. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is not a curse. This is going to be one of my greatest gifts. And I can help a lot of people this way. So that was probably around 2004, 2005, where I really started to say yes to my gift. But I kept it secret. I kept it hidden. And when I started to teach like yoga for fertility and different do yoga therapy one-on-one and do all those kinds of things, I hid the aspect of my gift and I kind of did it more secretly behind the scenes. So when I was teaching a class, I would work with the energy in the, in the studio and I would kind of tune into people and I could feel their different things going on in their bodies, especially around the fertility stuff. I could actually sense when someone had a, a pain or a trauma left in the pelvis if they've had a previous miscarriage, that sort of thing, I started to pick up on those informa- that information. But I was self-conscious. I didn't want to share it. So I started to, to share it in times where it felt safe with certain clients and I started to kind of bring it out a little bit more. But it wasn't until I, I didn't share it publicly and outwardly, I shared it in safe venues and in safe situations and conversations. And it wasn't until around 2012 that I was asked to, I was invited to speak in front of an audience of 2000 at a convention in Salt Lake City. And the message was self-honesty. And when I started to craft the talk, what came through was sharing that I'm an intuitive healer and just standing up in that, like being honest with myself and being honest with others. This is who I am. And this is my gift. And it was a really powerful talk. It was one of the most powerful experiences for me. And the audience of 10,000 was like captivated by what I was saying. A lot of them didn't understand it, but, but in a way captivated by my story of, of how I'm standing up on stage and saying, I'm an intuitive healer. This is who I am. And the message was, who are you? And can you stand up inside yourself unapologetically? And that was a, a, a pivotal choice point for me. It was a, it changed my the course of my life completely. Me saying yes to my gift changed everything, expanded it in a way that I'm I'm still in awe of my abilities. So back then I never thought I could work with the energies of Mother Earth and and support shifts like that. I never thought I'd be sharing that either. So for me even to be sharing that with you right now publicly and and in this in this respect is, is I wouldn't have done that probably even a couple years ago. So my the purpose behind me telling my story is 
that we don't always know the gifts that are within us. And sometimes those gifts we can be confused by, or we might actually dismiss. And today I want to help you identify if you are a healer, if you are a light worker, if you are a light leader, if there's some intuitive gift that you're meant to be sharing, I want to encourage you to, to bring it out. And I'm going to share those four signs in a moment, but before I do that, I want to talk about what is a healer first. What is a healer? A healer is someone who can show up for another and hold space and allow healing to occur. Now, healing can occur through music. So musicians can be healers. It can be through art. Arts can be healers. It can be through parenting. Parents can be healers. All of us actually have an innate ability to heal ourselves and to support others and be in a space where we can hold that container for healing to occur. All of us have that ability. So in other words, all of us are really a healer in, in a way. What I'm discerning here is, do you have a healing gift? Is that part of what you're meant to extend here in the world? Is there an intuitive gift within you that you're meant to use in the way of supporting humanity and Mother Earth? When we look at healing, the other aspect a lot of people will question right now too is healers. It's, it's changed a lot. What used to take one heal or 10 healers to do, one healer can do now. And some healers are really expanded in ways that their gift is, is so powerful that it's, it's mind-boggling. And my gift just so happens to come to that. It's come to that level where I'm in awe of what comes through me. I'm in awe of the miracles that I witness. I'm in awe of my ability to work with and tune into mother nature and, and, and mother earth and support at that level. I'm, I'm in awe and, and it's beautiful. And I'm grateful that, that this is my gift and I'm saying yes to it. Every time I say yes to it, it expands every time, every morning I'm saying, yes, let me be the channel for use my voice, use my hands, use my whatever, use my life. Here I am. I'm showing up to be of service to all. That's what I do every day in every moment. This is my life full time. I don't take a break from being the healer. Now, there's some people that talk about healers in the way of you don't come to a healer and they heal you. And in some ways that's true. And in some ways it's not. That's a whole episode in itself. I'll talk about maybe another time, but I just want to just plant the seed that if you go to a healer, it's true, they're not responsible for healing you, it is a collaboration. It's a connection that happens and it's, and it's working together with that healer to allow the healing to occur in the way that it's meant to. If you're meant to heal something, it can occur. If you're not meant to, if it has something more to teach you, then the healing won't happen because it's not meant to at the time yet. It's not purposeful yet. Now, having said that, people will often say, oh, healers aren't doing the work. But in a sense, I can because I can actually reach in and pull something out. But I've recognized over the years that if I heal someone, 
without their some level of participation or creating some level of understanding for them, then it's then and it's temporary. It comes back like whatever I removed comes back and shows up, and I'm, I come. They come back to the session. I'm like, oh, it's back. That didn't that didn't work. And the reason it didn't work is because there wasn't that divine collaboration in the healing and partnership in the healing. So again, that's a big topic. So I'm, I'm not going to go into further detail, but I just want you to recognize that there are healers out there that can actually create profound miracles, foster miracles. And, and at the same time that can occur if that person is a willing participant, they're meant to work with them if it's, if it's guided. So when I, when someone comes to me and they want to work with me one-on-one, so my private intuitive healing sessions are limited. I only have a certain number that I do. And the reason for that is because it, it's preserving my energy for, I do a lot of work. I work with my community every day. I, I, work, I have my inner circle. I work with their energies every day. I do a natural healing circle every single day. I do a daily blessing for everybody in my inner circle and it's, and I'm working with mother earth. So I do a lot. I do a lot of work in the background and in my own time when I'm, you know, in the middle of the night, I wake up and suddenly I'm, I'm doing healing. So it's just the nature of my life. And I say yes to it and I love it. Having said that, I can only do so much extension work outside of that. So the one-on-one work is, is not very, I don't have a lot of spaces for that. When someone comes to me and they say, I want to do one-on-one with you, I tune in and ask, am I meant to work with this person? And I get guidance. If it's a yes, then I say yes. And then it's up to them to say yes. If I get a no, it's not me or not this time, then I'll be honest and I'll say, I'm actually getting a no. I'm not meant to work with you at this time. I don't know if it's a matter of maybe later or if it's someone else that's meant to work with you. I follow the guidance. That's it. I follow the guidance. I never used to do that. And I recognized that when I worked with someone and I wasn't meant to, it was very draining for me. It didn't support me and it wasn't sustainable for them or it was kind of like surface stuff. We, we got some stuff, but it wasn't the same depth that I can go to now when they feel a yes. And I feel a yes, we can move mountains, like literally move mountains and it's powerful, but I feel a yes and they need to get a guess, a guided yes. So it's essential. So if you're feeling like you may be a healer, that's one thing I'm going to invite you to integrate. And that's the thing we teach in the Intuition Academy as well, as we're waking, waking you up to open your clear channel. You need to be able to be discerning around that. It's actually, when you're guided around working with somebody, it's in service to everyone. If you're actually going against that guidance, then you're actually choosing fear and choosing ego. And that's not in highest service to everyone. There's powerful lessons in that for everybody. And it's not wrong. However, it's not in highest service to everyone. So having said all that, I kind of feel like I'm giving you so much. I have so much to say. Maybe I have to do part two on this. I'm not sure. For now, I'm going to leave you with the idea that divine discernment is key. And for you to be open and curious to see if there's some signs that you're a healer, I'm going to share those four signs right after we come back from a break. We'll be right back.
Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance, including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. Uh, my name is Sue DeMay. I'm your host and you're listening to Life by Divine. I have been talking about the concept of healer and what that means to be a healer. And I'm about to share the four signs that you are a healer or that your healing abilities are waking up or calling to you to say yes. So interestingly, there's a lot of people right now waking up to their intuitive gifts. There's people that have kind of known they're a healer for a long time and are saying yes to it finally and kind of stepping into it. Or there's other people that are like, have like done a complete 180, haven't had any insights or any inklings that they're a healer. And suddenly they find themselves in, in this realm and, and doing this work. So there's, there's a whole scope of possibilities of, of where people wake up to the truth that they're meant to do some healing work in this world. Now, the, the one, I'm going to start with the four signs. So the first sign we'll talk about is becoming more sensitive or having your senses feel more heightened. And that's really common as, as the global energy shifts and rises, as the, as the vibrational frequency of the planet is rising up, we are becoming more sensitive to stuff around us. So many of us are probably feeling this, but I'm speaking more directly to those that are feeling more sensitive to being in an environment, uh, feeling more comfortable in certain environments and a little bit more uncomfortable in other environments, but not so much because of who's there, but because of the energy of that space and because of the energy of the individuals in that space. So what you're becoming more sensitive to is energies and emotions and emotions are energy. So you're kind of picking up on more people's energies, people's emotional sensitivities, but also your senses are more heightened. You're hearing at a more acute level, your, your taste, your sight, Maybe you're seeing things, you can maybe see an outline around certain trees or, or individuals in certain circumstances, you can see people's energy field around them. There's different things that can come in and our senses can be heightened in that way. And we can either embrace it or we can be afraid of it. And if we were afraid of it, then we're squishing it off and we're going to create resistance and it's going to become more intense. When we have heightened sensitivity, sometimes when you level up, let's say, and your hearing becomes more acute and more sensitive, you might have some ringing in the ears and you may, or some plugging of the ears 
or you may find that it's harder to hear certain things because you're kind of playing your fingers in your ears because you don't want or because it just feels like it's too loud. So those are some of the ways that things can come in and you can experience those that higher sensitivity or, or heightened senses. That's a common sign that your healing abilities are waking up or that you're waking up as a healer. Another way is you're starting to receive intuitive hits about other people. So if someone's talking, you're kind of getting information beyond what words they're using. So you may be picking up on energies behind the words. You might be picking up on the truth behind what they're saying. And maybe what they're saying is not fully true or they're holding back. You may be picking up on, you may get information in the way of insights around other people. So if you're talking to someone, you might get a sense for something in their body. If they're talking about, oh, I have this pain in my hip and you're like, it feels like it's your foot. Like It's like a weird kind of information coming. Sometimes the information feels like it's just coming through you, but not from you. So sometimes it doesn't even make sense. If that's, if you're having that experience, then chances are you, it's a sign that you're waking up as a healer or your healing abilities are waking up. When you receive the, that information, and this is just kind of giving you a little bit more of an added insight, it's essential that you check in and ask your heart, ask for guidance. Am I meant to share this? Am I meant not? And this is something we teach in the Christian Academy too, because if you share everything that's coming in, it's, it's not serving. There's times where I'm working with someone and I'll get more of a bigger picture and I'm not meant to share that bigger picture with them at that time. I'm just guided to share what's coming through. And that bigger picture was more for me to create an understanding of how I can support them or to give me an understanding of where we're going, where I'm, where I'm guided to take them to support them. So when it comes to healing, often I get a level of understanding at my mind to offer a level of understanding at their mind. And that is allowing me to to be that clear channel without my own mind getting in the way or my mo- my own beliefs or thoughts getting in the way. So I end up not filtering through my own mind. I've come to that where I can actually just allow the channel without any filters in the beginning. And there's occasional times where I'm actually meant to have an understanding. It come in that way. So when you get information from other people, whether that's, you know, you feel someone's emotion, you can feel that someone's really sad you may be guided to reach out and support them. You may be guided to hold space for them. You may be guided to say, hey, I'm here if there's anything you want to talk about and just be a sounding board for them. So remembering that healing isn't about necessarily reaching in and taking someone's energy out or or reaching in and and pointing to their cancer and kind of removing it. That's something that's happening for me. It doesn't mean it's going to happen for all. But the gift is the, the... encouragement and the invitation is to actually allow the gift to begin to express itself through you as you, as you're in your humanness while you're embodying your divinity and just allow it to evolve because it'll naturally evolve. It'll organically evolve if you start to say yes to it and you don't need to force it and you don't need to make it happen. And there'll be courses and there'll be opportunities and maybe some mentors that will come in that will support you in, in, identifying those gifts and, and really attuning to them. That's something we do in the intuition Academy as well. But for you, it's, it's about just start with saying yes to it and then be open to how it's meant to express itself through you. So like I said earlier, a healer may be, you may be 
guided to do poetry, use poetry to heal. You may be guided to do art, you may be guided to, to sing. It might be your voice that vibrationally becomes a tuning fork or music that you create. We become a vibrational tuning fork for people and, and it's healing and it's, and it's therapeutic. I remember when I was at this one event, it was a festival for light workers, and there was a woman there. She did these beautiful paintings, and I was drawn to it because it had horses on it. And I started talking to her, and she's like, yeah, I just, I basically just started doing this a year ago. I quit my job. I think she was in like corporate world or some kind of, you know, job like that, completely opposite of what she's doing now. She quit her job, and she started doing these paintings. And she's into, you know, energy healing and all those kinds of things. She just suddenly immersed herself into the world. It was like a light switch. And the catalyst that actually brought that on was the the death of her mother. Her mother was an artist. And when her mother died and she had a, a profound experience and she just woke up and she started doing art. She didn't even know she could do it. She started doing paintings and she feels like her mother's very present and, and working with her and, and supporting her and in, in creating this new way of being in the world. And she's starting to do the healing work through art and extending art that way. So that that's one example that I had recently of someone who just literally just woke up one day. It felt like overnight and changed her life completely and is now on a path of of spiritual discovery and self-discovery when it comes to her healing abilities and how it's meant to come through. So for some of you that may be the case, or I think for a lot of you that are listening to this, you're probably already on a path. So becoming more sensitive, heightened senses, receiving information, intuitive hits about others that feel like it's coming through you, but not from you. So information kind of, you're getting information that, that doesn't seem to come from your head doesn't seem to come from you the uh, third sign is vivid dreams or premonitions and vivid dreams we can have dreams about people we can have dreams about situations there's there's different dreams different levels of dreams when i talk about vivid dreams i'm talking about vivid dreams that there's it's kind of like in a realm between like i am i asleep or am i awake here am i really doing something and premonitions in the way of you may have a, an idea, like if you if someone's talking and, and you may actually get a sense that they're meant to leave their marriage, but you don't say anything and then they end up leaving or they're meant to leave a job or something's meant to happen in, in their life and you have a premonition, an idea of something that's to come. So that that's a common sign as well that, that you're a healer. Now, when it comes to vivid dreams, for me, what I often get is because I do a lot of soul travel i i actually my sleep i i go and i work with people energetically i do healing when i'm sleeping my soul kind of leaves uh, embarks on a journey and then comes back and there's there's mornings where i wake up and i'm like i have recollection and memory of it and then there's times where i literally feel like i'm right there with them and i'm having a very vivid experience of of me working on healing somebody or supporting someone there's often times i'll show up I'll go and I'll show up and I'll give them a message. And then there's been times where clients have called and said, I, I had this dream about you. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, I, I was there. I didn't say that. I don't necessarily say, yeah, I was there. I sent you that message. But I, I remember feeling that connection and, and remembering that, that experience in my sleep. So those kinds of things can happen. Premonitions can happen in your dreams, in your sleep, 
or premonitions can happen just as you're talking to someone, you can kind of have a sense of something that's meant to come or something that will happen on their path uh, or something that will happen on your path. There may be a premonition of something that's to come for you as well. Now, the fourth and most obvious sign, if you are having this fourth occurrence, then I pretty much guarantee you're a healer. And the fourth sign is, if you are here, curious. If you are here, asking. If you are wondering. If you are a healer, you are. If you were wondering, questioning, asking, and curious about it, you're probably not a healer. You may be here listening to this message, kind of curious because you like to listen to my voice because it's vibrationally attuned and it's providing healing for you. Then that's beautiful. Welcome here. And if you're here because you have a question, I don't know, maybe I am, or I think I am, or I wonder if I am, I'm curious if I am a healer, then the answer is yes, you are, you are a healer. Now, how that shows up and how that healing is then extended in the world is, is up to your heart. It's up to your soul and your spirit to reveal that to you in your humanness so that you can play the role you're meant to play. And like I said earlier, healers can show up in many different ways. Healers can be doctors and physiotherapists and different practitioners. I have a friend who's a healer who does traditional Chinese medicine and he does some different energy work as well. But he's starting to wake up more the healer side and blending that with the practitioner side. So I'm supporting him and doing that a little bit as well as he kind of finds his way. Anytime he feels like he needs some support, he comes to me and, and I kind of help him understand that blend. And it's really about saying yes to allow your healing gift to express itself in whatever way. So remembering that for me in the beginning, this has been like a 25 year journey of waking up and I kind of feel like I, I've, I've created a lot of bridges for a lot of people and I've done a lot of healing work to, to be able to then reach my hand back and say, okay, okay, come this way. I've, I found a way to do that. I can support you in doing that. I can walk beside you. So it doesn't have to be an isolating journey. And in fact, we're not really meant to do this work and, and be the lone light workers in the world or to be the lone healers anymore healing in community and joining in community and, and having those mentors or those mighty companions that can walk beside us and support us is essential. I have those people in my life and I, I couldn't be where I am today without those people in my life. So even healers need healers, even coaches need coaches, even mentors need mentors because we can't see our own blind spots. We can't always see those areas where, where we need to shift and change we sometimes need someone to look from the outside because we're so close to it. We need someone to look from the outside and, and to point it out to us and to gently and compassionately and kindly guide us on our journey. And sometimes it needs to be a little bit of calling, calling you on your staff and, and giving you a little push or kind of encouraging you to, to take a leap and grow your wings. And other times it's, you know, nurturing you and holding you and encouraging you to to step into what you're meant to be doing in this world. So there's people in the world that are going to be able to support you. And the beautiful thing is you will be guided around that. If you follow your heart, if you get out of your head and into your heart and you let your heart lead you, your heart will lead you 
to everyone and everything you ever need to wake up your gift. If you feel drawn to joining us in the Intuition Academy, because enrollment's open right now, that's why I'm mentioning it so much. If you're feeling curious about the Intuition Academy, I have a live classroom experience coming up this Saturday, September 28th. It'll be required. There'll be a replay if you miss the live, but if you show up live, it'll be a, a really powerful experience as well. And the invitation is for you to come and experience it and see if it's for you. Now, the Intuition Academy is a 10 to 11 month program. And it's like, imagine 25 years of the work I've done condensed into 10 to 11 months. Imagine all of the, that potential in, the, in a quick kind of intense 10 to 11 months. So it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for everyone. There's a real powerful unwinding that happens. There's a real clearing and unwinding of the mind and exposing all the ways that ego's embedded fear into your life. So there's a real nitty gritty getting in there, calling you on your stuff, exposing, breaking down the foundation of fear that you've been standing on, that you've been programmed to stand on. And then it's about laying a new foundation. Now we do that in a very short period of time. So it is quite intense and, but it's really powerful and it's wild to see how quickly people really step into the work they're meant to do and how quickly we can get the ego out of the way. So if that's something that you're drawn to and you're curious about, you can visit heartledliving.com slash live L I V E. And you can sign up, fill in the form to sign up in RSVP for the live Intuition Academy classroom experience coming up this Saturday, the 28th. If you miss that, sign up anyway, you'll get the replay. And if you're curious, you can always go to the Heart Living page and take the, the guided tour as well. But I really encourage you, if you're wanting more information on how you can awaken your innate ability to heal or in your intuitive gifts to clear that channel, then come and come and join me for the live experience. And we'll have, we'll have a, a neat, a neat time together next Saturday for a couple hours. Now, when it comes to identifying the role that you're meant to play in the world, don't, please don't be in your head about it. Please don't get up into your head and try and figure this out and try and analyze and write the list down and, and figure this out there. It, you're going to be limited because we have limited fear-based programming up there. You have those filters it's moving through. If you drop into your heart space and you ask from there, what would you have me do? Then you'll actually be guided from that place of knowing. You won't be limited by the knowledge you gain or the knowledge you don't have in your head you'll be tapping into a knowing that goes beyond the thinking mind. And when you can tap into that knowing, you can be guided from that place in every moment of every day. It doesn't, it's not just about waking up yourself as a healer, waking up your intuitive gifts. It's about making those choices every day, being heart led in every aspect of your life, letting your life be led by the divinity within you, letting that divine force make all your choices and decisions. Imagine if we all woke up one morning and we couldn't use our thinking mind and all of our decisions, everything went through the filter of our heart. We would instantly unleash our unlimited potential. We would instantly change the world. 
the world would change in an instant if we all shifted from head to heart and let everything be filtered through that loving, loving, knowing, that divine knowing. Because that divine knowing in the heart is actually in service to everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once, including you. including you. Your life matters. Your role matters. You are essential. You are an essential part of waking up the whole of humanity. And the role you play may feel small and insignificant, but I assure you it's not. And the role you play might feel big and enormous and overwhelming, but I assure you, I assure you it's not. Your role is essential and you are so absolutely equipped to play that role right now. You are beyond equipped. You have been training for this your whole entire life. You're ready and the world is ready for you. The key is to find those mighty companions that are meant to support you, that are meant to honor you and cheerlead you and empower you. And even stand beside you, walk beside you, show you the way, mentor you, whatever it is. They're there. They're on your path. They're ready for you to say yes. When the student is ready, the teacher shows up. And when the teacher is ready, the students show up. That goes both ways. You may be one of those teachers, but I encourage you to be the student first. That's how I approach my life. I'm always the student first. And I have these roles as a teacher, as a healer, as a mentor, as a coach, as a global visionary, as a speaker, as an author. These are roles that I play. And they may appear big for a lot of people, but they're just my life now. Before they were big, they're intimidating. I was afraid of them. But through working with mentors and, and different people supporting me along the way, I was able to say yes to it. And the more I say yes to it, the more I sink into it. And I've become really comfortable with being uncomfortable. I've become really comfortable with stretching myself. And that's my invitation to you. I'm honored to be here once again with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I honor you. I love you. Until next week. Namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul. As you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine, join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.